Hello and welcome to X-Ray FM's Space Segment. If you want to catch our episode, listen in to X-Ray FM every Wednesday at 8am. I'm your host, Daniel Trainer, and let's get into the news. Alright, we've got a lot of news to cover. So, Elon's Twitter, the absolute epicenter of all SpaceX news. He just tweeted about the Starship development. So apparently, they're aiming to do a 20-kilometer flight of Starship Mark 1 for October, and then orbit after that. Now, this is interesting. You might think Starship Mark 1? I haven't heard of that. I thought we just had a star hopper do a 200-meter hop. What's going on? Starship Mark 1 is the prototype for Starship. Star hopper was a proof of a test mule concept. And after that worked, now we've got Starship Mark 1. Elon also said that they're going to have an update on the 28th of September, which is an interesting date because that's the anniversary of SpaceX's first orbit. Starship should be completed, the Mark 1 should be completed for then, and we might even get some updates on the Starship 2, which Elon also tweeted about. He said that Starship Mark 2, or we'll just call it next gen, is going to be 18 meters in diameter. That's two times the current size. I mean, that's insane. So Starship 1 is already going to be larger than Saturn V. Starship 2 is going to be able to transport an immense amount of cargo, which, if you think about it, is definitely something they need to do if we're talking about going to Mars. We need equipment to create a fueling station on Mars, as well as supplies for the humans that are going to be on Mars, because we can't just leave them there with a couple of snacks, right? We have to keep feeding these people that are going to be on Mars. I remember SpaceX had a presentation where they showed a map of what Mars would look like after, I believe it was for 2050, and it had all these buildings, and it really was like a a small city. I'd highly recommend check out the SpaceX website and go to the Mars tab, because you'll see, you'll see kind of what I'm talking about. But having a Gen 2 ship would immensely save time and money, because you would be able to transport everything maybe in one go, or more of what you need in one go, instead of having multiple launches. If something goes wrong or something needs to be changed, you have a bit more flexibility to prioritize what needs to go first and what needs to go later. But what I see happening is we have Starship 1, which will be transporting humans, planet-to-planet locations, and Starship 2 might become the big yacht to Mars. Because as you know from the last episode, Starship is not going to just be for Mars. It's also going to be it's also going to be taking people from from Portland all the way over to Australia. So I doubt there's going to be a larger ship to do that, but definitely for interplanetary, I think it's it's something that needs to happen and that's why they're working on it right now. So some shots came out at the Boca Chica site and we can actually see inside the Starship Mark 1. Now, somebody sneaked a camera inside. I believe it was one of the welders. Hopefully he didn't get fired, but you know, Uh, And you can actually see the scaffolding inside, but you could also see a catwalk. And it's unclear, is that going to stay there? Is it going to be for the presentation? Maybe Elon's going to walk in there, pop out the top, say, hey, here's Starship. Or maybe it's just for construction. We'll find out a little bit later. The other thing that I noticed was a leg fin. A lot of people thought, oh, this looks like a rudder for a plane. 
Incorrect. It is a leg fin. If we look at the original concept, you'll see two adjustable fins for the back of the starship. They're meant to create more drag as the starship comes in to land. They actually move. It's kind of cool. There's a demo of it that Elon, I believe, even posted on his Twitter, which you can search up. But you can clearly see the mounting points for the articulating control hydraulics, as well as the design staying the same. Why do I say that? Why do I say design staying the same? Well, the reason is because Elon had alluded earlier on the Twitter that the Starship had changed design. We'll find out later as we go through the news what they changed, but a lot of people were worried that they were going to take the legs away. I quite like the legs. They look cool. It looks like a 1930s spaceship. It's awesome. So it's nice to see that they're keeping them and they're not just for show. They are practical. The next piece of Starship news is that SpaceX is scouting Mars landing areas for the Starship colonization. So it's pretty clear the areas are flat, they have ice that's not too far down into the ground, and they are low-laying. They're also not near the polar caps, so therefore it's warmer. Solar energy can be harvested. It's also got no boulders, because you don't really want to have uh, humans landing on Mars first time, leg lands on a rock, starship flips over, and kaboom, right? We don't really want that to happen. So they're definitely being careful about the area they're choosing. I wonder, though... Do you know what would be interesting? What are they going to call the first landing site? I mean, there must, there must be a name. They've got to call it something. And knowing SpaceX, they have some quite funny names that they call things. Like their barges that they land their Falcon 9 rockets on. I still love you. Read the instructions. So, I don't know. Maybe they're going to call it Elon. We'll have to see. It might even be part of a Tesla referral program. That'd be cool. person that gets the most referrals gets to name the landing bit. It'd be kind of weird if somebody called it their name, though. Somebody wins the competition, they call it call it Bob Lutz or something. That, that'd be kind of weird, though. Now, I'm going to talk about something called Starlink. You may have not heard about it, and you may have looked up into the sky and thought, hmm, why are there a line of lights going through the sky pretty fast? Is that a UFO? No, it's not a UFO. It's actually a SpaceX Starlink satellite array. So I'll fill you in. SpaceX, apart from doing all this amazing stuff with Mars, Starship, taking up supplies to the ISS with their Falcon 9 rockets. They're also trying to create a global internet. Now, just to just to kind of help explain this, this isn't going to be for cities. This is going to be more for rural areas or a little bit outside the city. The speeds are going to be insane. From what I read, they're going to be one terabyte per second. But that's what's rumored. So if you think about your internet, if you're, you can't even watch YouTube, you could effectively download a thousand gigabytes every second. That is insane. So getting into the news for that, SpaceX just requested FCC approval for four Starlink launches. Now, over the past three months, there's currently, so right now, there are 50 Starlink satellites in orbit. And if you go online, you can actually find websites that track them and you can see what time it's going to go over your house. Definitely worth it. I've seen it. It's awesome. Starlink's going to be serving northern U.S. and southern Canadian customers after six launches, so 360 satellites. Remember, we've got 50 up there right now. And limited global coverage after 24 launches, and that will be 1,440 satellites. This is a big threat to cable companies, internet providers. We're talking about SpaceX making humans interplanetary, creating affordable internet for everybody that's a million times quicker than the expensive stuff. Because we all know we don't like paying for internet, and especially when we get slow internet, that sucks. Okay, so Elon, Elon knows, SpaceX team knows, they're fixing it. So this will be interesting to see what the tech companies are actually going to do in response to this. 
Are they going to start launching their own satellites? Are they going to use SpaceX to launch those satellites? You can kind of see how this is going to work. Now, moving on to some other news, you may remember last week that we talked about Fedor, the crazy robot that looks like Terminator, who didn't really dock with the ISS. Well, good news. He did dock with the ISS after the reattempt, and right now he's on the ISS playing with a the drill. There is a video of this robot playing with a drill on the ISS. So it's all a big success. Moving on to the next piece of news, the Chandrayaan moon mission, which is India's lunar mission, the first proper one, their orbiter has just started its one-year trip around the moon. And the lunar lander, which just separated, should attempt to land sometime later this week. This is going to be pretty groundbreaking. This is India doing their own lunar landing from start to finish. This is really cool, actually. Now, the European Space Agency just asked SpaceX to move their Starlink satellite to avoid potential collision with their Aeolus Earth observation satellite. SpaceX responded with, as you guessed it, no. Kind of a little bit unexpected there, right? SpaceX said, no, we're not moving our satellite. And the ESA, the European Space Agency, actually had to move their Aeolus to move out of the way. Now, it's pretty common for, and, and this particular satellite, the Aeolus, has moved to avoid dead satellites because we've got a lot of, we have a lot of junk flying up there right now, like dead satellites. But for a active satellite, one that's currently being operated, having to dodge that, that is not normal. That is a very rare thing to do. Uh, now, the somebody actually at the European Space Agency had a little jab at SpaceX saying, oh, well, maybe it was because their Starlink satellites didn't have enough juice in the ion thrusters. Listen, I, I don't know if that's the best thing. Maybe they were a bit angry that SpaceX said no, but maybe it's true. Um, I mean, their ion thrusters are really only meant to keep them up in orbit. I don't think they're really meant to dodge things, but we'll find out a little bit more. I have a feeling Elon's probably going to hit Twitter and explain what's going on with that. Hopefully, there's a couple of movie buffs out there. If you've ever heard of the space film 2001 Space Odyssey, you might like to hear this next piece of news. They're going to make the space station from that film hopefully a reality. Now, Werner von Braun, who's a very, very famous man uh, behind the Saturn V, uh, he made actually a space station concept similar to the one seen in the film. It's a big circular station rotating to create an artificial gravity. Think about one of those rides that you go to the theme parks where it kind of like spins around and you get forced against the wall and it kind of does these crazy maneuvers, but you're pressed up against the wall. Similar to that, uh, it's except you would be walking on it and it wouldn't be as powerful. So you wouldn't be like unable to move. A group called the Gateway Foundation has planned to have it as a space hotel by 2025. But I need to say, there has been some people that have pointed out flaws with that organization. However, the concept is great. Looking at the artwork, it definitely looks like some Bigelow expandable modules, which are basically replacements to the, the heavy, metal, small, like the ones on the International Space Station. They're just massive, big expandable modules. The concept artwork showed those being connected in a ring formation as accommodation and for transportation from Earth, they used a starship. They had little uh, Dream Chasers, which is a miniature version of the space shuttle that NASA had helped fund and put together. But I don't think that's the best thing to put on there because the way they had it, it looked like it was for escape. It wasn't for, it wasn't for driving around. I mean, it's like, imagine going to the Hilton Garden Inn 
or something and they have just a complimentary Lamborghini outside. Hey, no problem. Go drive. One for everyone. Everyone gets free Lamborghini. I don't think it's going to be like that. So a better idea would have probably been to have crew dragons around the edge of the station if something did go wrong because you want to get out. So the better idea would be to have a small crew dragon. But it was... The thing I liked though about this was they did use the starship, which is something that's happening. And it's because starships becoming a reality that things like this can actually happen. So although there was a couple of naysayers, this could actually be a reality. Now, talking about Crew Dragon, which I'll, I like to call it the burnt marshmallow, because that's what it looks like when it comes back from the ISS. The capsule has returned for the third time from the ISS, so it's been reused three times. They actually put onto the little Crew Dragon Starship ceramic prototype tiles, which were placed for testing. And Elon had previously said on Twitter that the tiles would replace the previous idea of the rocket bleeding out methane to create kind of a shielding of the heat. So the tiles are lighter, and it would actually go back to the previous Starship design before it went all chrome, uh, where it actually had half of the rocket coated in tiles. Instead, it would be chrome on top with the tiles instead of painted on top with the tiles on the bottom. If you don't know what I'm talking about, definitely go Google it. Again, this was all news that just happened in the last week. This is how quick things are starting to move, and as I've said before, we really are going into the space age. So if you like hearing about the news, be sure to tune in to X-Ray FM every Wednesday at 8am. I'm your host, Daniel Trainer, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.